Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wrestle me, Wrestle me, Oh, we are vaccinated. We're not vaccinated. I don't know why I said it. Don't know why I said it. I saw a sticker, Houston Station, today, on the floor saying, I've been vac- vaccinated. Oh. And you only get them if you've been vaccinated. Maybe they maybe they had a bad reaction. Maybe they were face down. <laughs> one in a million, Pete. One in a million. Oh, well, yes. My mummy and my daddy have had their little jabs. Little jab jabs. Yeah, they got yeah. their jabs. Pfizer. Yeah, I had to uh, argue the toss with my mum and dad, uh, who were. I'm not. I'm not going to Stockton. I'm not going to Stockton for that. I'm going. You live in Hartlepool. Stockton's like twenty minutes away. Like, I, I'm not going to get like the most amazing scientific breakthrough of our, our <laughs> lifetimes because it's twenty minutes away. You don't drive. You would have to get a taxi into town anyway. It's an extra ten minutes to literally save your life. I've found out a lot of my friends have conditions that they've been keeping secret. Oh, mate! I tell everyone you, everyone we know. Yeah. I've got the jab before us. Yeah. And as a lifelong asthmatic who takes steroids in the morning and the evening, yeah. I am fuming. I have I have been really... <laughs> I find myself having to fight back the thing of continually saying to people on Facebook or on Twitter, how, how did you get it? Well, you, what, you were anemic when you were a child. Isn't every yeah. child anemic? You're 50. I'm from the north. We don't lose <laughs> fluoride in the water. There's no reason why... That's why I keep forgetting words. Yeah. I know someone who's 50 and he's got it and he's got no underlying health conditions. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I've got... You know, I've just heard him getting it, you know, and that yeah. sort of thing. And, and his wife was going, you know, she's the same age. She's not getting it. Yeah. And I was like, why is he fucking getting it? Well, do you remember that... Did you see that guy? It's my favourite story. Uh, the guy who uh, got called up and he was like, I've not got any uh, issues. <laughs> like... like and uh, it, it was because the, the doctor's surgery thought he was six inches tall, <laughs> which made him clinically obese because he was 16 stone and six, six inches tall. It's like, like read like that would, back to yourself. Like you wouldn't remember that guy coming in. <laughs> Flobbing in. Like, like a big pancake. A massive sort of soft biscuit. <laughs> like, what an amazing thing. Are you sure he's six inches? Do you remember him? Do I remember him? Do I <laughs> right? Then he isn't six inches. He's tall. got a very unique body <laughs> that you would have. To, he'd have all kinds of problems that normal bodies wouldn't have. I I oh, I will. I'm 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 looking forward to having mine. Yeah, but I will not have it if I have to have it after teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I want Your it first. As a teacher. I know she's actually been given one because she works with early years. Oh. So she got hers last week. 
earlier, uh, which is yeah. Why good. is it earlier? Because they just will not stick stick to the program. Um, I I forget why it is. <laughs> okay. To be honest, I mean the reality is she's been doing this for a year with all the kids, and she contracted COVID at school, so yeah. she's been COVID positive. Right. Um, because it's frontline. It's mm. um. Some I was watching the film 1917, and that yeah. was a slight hint about how awfully the uh, powers that be treat the working classes and people beneath them. Uh-huh. And I did sort of think that about like if you're a teacher. You are on the front line. Mm. And there are just people going, yes, no, it's absolutely fine. You don't have to worry about it. All of them, the, the people that my wife worked with, 10 got it in one day. It's amazing. 10 <laughs> in one day. <laughs> How is that not They managed a big to story? get through to the end of the year, and three days before they broke up, 10 of them got it's it. It's a miracle they didn't, ha- they weren't, you know. They all came back. They all came back yeah. to their families, you know. Yeah. All of their families then isolated with them, usually <laughs> contracted it off there. Shut but it down. It doesn't Shut happen. Shut it down. It's the children mental. are going to lose a year. Yeah, grandma's not going to be here. And it, <laughs> you know I mean? uh, Pete, I wasted two weeks tracking down which kid did it so that I could have <laughs> Shane Ritchie make a dead man's shoes film about me tracking them down. <laughs> that is the only COVID thing I want to see. is <laughs> me stalking who, around Watford who looking for a kid who gave my wife COVID. <laughs> who gave my wife uh, this? Amazing. Do you wow. know that my favourite thing is, and I know it's an awful crime, and it's so, so cowardly and awful, right. but the men who knock on people's doors and go, uh, all right, Pet, I got, you know, a uh, lot of uh, COVID vaccine. Oh, right, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's £165. And then they come in and they inject them with, with like With a compass. As <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one guy just had a had a compass. Yeah. It's just, and, and, he, and the, 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 the photo fit they show, he's wearing like a tracksuit. Now, I'm sorry, they, that person should not be allowed to open their front door if they think a man is just going to turn up in a tracksuit. No. I don't care how old you are. Yeah. I'm sorry, even if I was 99, <laughs> I'd probably have the nouse to go, you know what, mate? I don't reckon you're a trained NHS professional. Do you know the funniest thing about this? I was thinking, they were, they were talking and they said one victim who's 65 and they, they showed an old lady and she was like, you know, he came in here, he got a biscuit. I'm doing loads of really, I did a, a terrible Northeastern accent there. <laughs> so when I started it, and I was super aware as I started it, I was oh, like, bless oh you God, this is appalling. Um, but they had a woman and they were like, she's 65 um, and she was, and I was like, 65? I'm not very old. Like, 20 years older than I am. And I worked it back and it meant that she would have, she would have like been 20 in the 70s. And it's like, you're not, you know, yeah, there was crime in the 70s. This isn't, you're not like when I was growing up and the women were like Victorian women and they were fooled easily. I was like, you know, I just, um, you were still working until the 90s, you know. <laughs> you know, get with it. I, very odd. Uh, those bits are all the bits that I'm terrified we won't be telling in the big COVID story. When oh, you read, well, we when you read the, the history of COVID, tricksters. yeah, right, a book okay, that no yeah. one wants to remember. <laughs> Will we remember the laughs? Will we remember the Captain Tom memorabilia? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> will we remember? Will we remember his trip to Barbados, which <laughs> I think was ill-advised? I, no one seemed. Everyone seemed to I te- just ignore it. I, I, I tell you, sorry, I, you are putting <laughs> your family at risk. <laughs> The people of Barbados at risk. All, all I'm going to say is, as an elderly man, mm, uh, myself, <laughs> as an elderly man, Captain Tom, you know, he, he may have made that decision, but it should have been a decision made for him by other people. I believe the rest of his family are also invited. Yes. Uh, so they got to go mm. to a Barbados. Yeah. So, mm. uh, oh, is a that bit, a conflict of interest? Uh, there's a lot of books being written, a lot of gin uh, promoted yep. on Captain Tom's Twitter page, and I. <laughs> Can't, really? you, he made his own gin, uh, and I just sort of think oh. it's, it's a bit football does like footballer from poor family does good. Oh, you cannot 
say anything bad about Captain Tom. I cannot say anything bad about Captain Tom. Yeah. His family. Yeah. <laughs> I, I question their, I, I would say their business. Everything within a millimetre of Captain Tom's body. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go out <laughs> within a millimetre, you are in some pretty brackish waters. <laughs> Uh, is, uh, oh, is this any way to start a podcast? Uh, well, oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> look, I'm glad most of our uh, listeners are on Patreon. They're, they're complicit. <laughs> they're complicit in this. Uh, you you know. paid for this. You're funding this. You're a you're an exec producer. You're you're making this film. Oh. You dirt boxes. <laughs> Good. Right. Look. Shut up, everybody. Come shut on. Up, Settle well, down. Captain We've Tom, got a show Captain to Tom. get through. Um, Royal Rumble 2018. Oh, we are. In the midst of the men's Royal Rumble, um, we just talked about Elias uh, and his confusing catchphrase and how impossible it would be to get into wrestling if you hadn't been watching it for at least 30 years. <laughs> um, uh, so we then have our next guy coming in, who is the NXT champion, uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, he is uh, gets a really good reception. Uh, from the crowd. It's nice. Places like Philadelphia, wrestling cities, they are up on NXT. And the previous night, they've been having these takeovers and, uh, you know, the the quality of those is through the roof. Wrestling fans love to go to the big four pay-per-views. Your Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series and WrestleMania. And the crowds there are so much better than the ones you get at the other sort of, you know, the the WWE in town, let's go and get tickets. Although I'm, I'm always perplexed as to whether people actually do that. I think in America again, and I say this, I say a lot about America that turns out to be just things no, I've no thought. <laughs> yeah, that they don't have uh, mobile texting. <laughs> mobile texting uh, but one of the one <laughs> of the things that that seems to be is I can't quite understand whether people just go, oh, there's the WWE are in that sounds like fun. Yeah, you know, let's go and check it out. Mm. I don't know if that happens. I went to see Jerry Seinfeld at the O2, mm. and there were two people sitting behind me. Those tickets were insanely expensive. Right. And I only went because a friend had been working with the O2 and got me two free tickets. Mm. If I'd have paid for it, I'd have, you know, he was like a matchstick yeah. that they were playing a Jerry Seinfeld CD through the tannoys <laughs> of. I mean, he, you know, it was you just time. Television doing it. Yeah. It's the worst way to see comedy. Yeah. It really is. Um, in, in an arena, it just, it just, you know, it's weird. And that's why WrestleMe will never play the O2. <laughs> or the Indigo. I think, Too big. I think, yeah, or or the podcast festival again. <laughs> <laughs> that was an entirely different matters. Um, <laughs> no, that is a joke, by the way. I should stress yeah, we, that. We would like to do that. It, fun. Yeah, that uh, fun. It, it has always been really good fun. Yeah. Uh, I got to meet Eddie Dennis last year and Ginny, who are both in NXT UK, yeah. and they were both very, very nice. Um, so, so there, Pete. <laughs> um, what, uh, what on earth was I talking about? Uh, Andrade and Almas yeah. and people going to shows just That's for shits it. and giggles. So yeah, the two people behind me, it's Seinfeld. If I, if I forget where I'm going in my anecdote, you might guess this anecdote is not going to be dynamite. <laughs> um, but there were two people behind me and they were like, uh, they, they had just come because they'd seen it was a hot ticket. Yeah. And they didn't know... People do that, They didn't know what Jerry Seinfeld was. Right. They had never seen live comedy before, uh, and they'd just gone, we will pay... I think it was like 120 quid. Oh, crazy much. You know, they'd gone to see that, someone they'd never heard of, Mm. in an art form they had no interest in. Doing... To just go, well, this is what people do. material from the 90s. Yeah, there was... (laughs) I I must have talked about this in WrestleMania before, because the opening act came out and he did a long routine about pork and beans. I'm sure I've mentioned this before because he did a whole load of uh, uh, material that he didn't realise did not translate 
to a, a, a an audience across the Atlantic. Right, because we don't really do. Why is it when you get a little can of pork and beans? <laughs> there's a whole lot of beans and a little bit of a bit of pork. <laughs> and, and he You're was at the or two man. He was looking around like this is a tough crowd. It's not a tough crowd. They've never heard of pork, pork and beans. And beans yeah. I have, yeah, for, for obvious reasons. We have for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also did a big thing where he he did a whole set about. Uh, he's going. You got a thing, uh, shop here. What's it called? Ikea, Ikea, <laughs> Ikea. Right, and people—I mean, people laughed. I was right, amazed. Was surprised, yeah. <laughs> but a bit later on, he was like, "So I'm driving down uh, Van Nuys uh, Boulevard, uh, got go past those the big IKEA, the uh, Trader Joe's." I was like, <laughs> "He just—he knew what the IKEA yeah. was. He knew. He lied to us. He, he did it for comic effect, everybody. That—that <laughs> <laughs> that is my job. I am. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, no, fair enough. It is. Um, <laughs> but I don't think people just turn up. But the—the the, the, the smaller shows, they aren't." passionate fans mm. so there must be a lot of people who are just like well I hear that thing's in town mm. I'll go along oh I didn't like that <laughs> we did the uh, football rumble tour last year I remember sort of being in Northampton and we came out did a did a paedophile joke and 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 a, a very old elderly couple just left I was like <laughs> you clearly don't you just it, it was just on in the, in Northampton and I thought oh yeah, Steve likes football. Let's go down, and and they obviously were never going to enjoy because they didn't know any. They didn't know us. That's that's <laughs> it's so, so weird. Weird. It? it is so. I think it's it must be a generational thing. You know what? Just, oh, just going for yeah, going for a show. Well, we'll yeah. go out. We'll go and see a show. I guess we oh, are. Football round. It's appalling. It's really bad. <laughs> talk about Adam Johnson within five seconds. Um, the, um, the 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 yeah. I, I think maybe because of the, the internet generation, we have we we can access the things we like very easily. I would never and go and see are... something I don't know. I yes. already really like. Isn't that mad? Isn't that mad? Like, there's no one will take a fucking... And I guess that sort of means that you don't need to necessarily play the hits. Like, you, yeah. you probably wouldn't have stand-ups who, ha- who that, that kind of generation of stand-ups who just um, have, a, have a shared bank of jokes yeah. and just the rest would be crowd work. Because, you know, you, I guess that's why kind of like those those comedy nights where you have three or four acts on and you don't really know what you're going to get. People doing preview stuff, people, you know, improv groups and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah, I, I don't think the culture is there anymore. You, you always, if you're going to pay over £15 for a ticket... You know exactly what you're getting. It's, and yet it's, it's, it's slightly as well. What it talks about is it talks about a cultural scene which which cannot thrive <laughs> because if people won't go and see stuff that they've already seen, what you end up with, of course, is Alan Carr on BBC Two on every show. Yeah, you know, and and David Walliams being mm. that thing. I, I've I've been to lots and lots of meetings about scripts and things, mm. and people have said to me very very early on, "Who would you see in this role?" And I've gone. Oh, I, I, I think someone like, do you know what? I'd like someone slightly out of the box and that sort of thing. And what they want to get to is the point where they can say to me, do you know David Walliams <laughs> and will he do it? Yeah. And that's what it always comes down to. And I do sort of, I, 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 I mean, maybe when the, when the pandemic's over, Pete, Maybe I will just go. Do you know what? I'm going to go to a gig of something I don't even know what it is, just just <laughs> because would, the freedom. I would stand in a walkabout <laughs> and just drink a, a big jug of Heineken by oh, myself. It'll, uh, you won't be by yourself. <laughs> it will be, be rammed, rammed, <laughs> man, oh man. So we get back to the Royal Rumble. Aye, uh, Bray Wyatt comes out next. Andrade Cien Almas as well, incredible talent. Really mm. shows himself, up, you know, off in the in this in this match. Just some really good, you know, just moves incredibly well. Mm. Incredible kicks and things. He has had a stop-start career, and it has not been because he hasn't been on the top of his game. It's because he's Mexican, 
And that means, obviously, his you know, ability to be pushed as a main eventer by a very, very essentially racist Republican company <laughs> is limited at best. Yeah. Um, it really is an accident of birth. If he was not Mexican, he would be a huge, huge main eventer yeah. with the talent that he has. It is horrible when I look at this and I kind of go, he is doing so well. And I just sort of go, this is a racist company. Mm. And you know it's a racist company. I mean, I mean, they they, they, they are, I, I believe the McMahons are, are the biggest donators <laughs> to uh, Trump's re-election campaign. Right. You know, the big, biggest private uh, donators, certainly. And it's just, you suddenly realize, oh, it's not just the thing where you go, you know, they are a bit right wing. Mm. They are really tied up in that world. Quacks like a duck. Mark. If it quacks like a duck. <laughs> and if it's Mexican, it isn't going to be the focal point of your shows. Yeah. I'm not saying he was going to be a definite, you know, main eventer, but he certainly, his push has never been at the level that it should have been. Mm. And you do begin to kind of go, well, why is that? Yeah. I suppose you would say it doesn't necessarily come down to racism because there are an awful lot of people who are very talented who also haven't been pushed. You know, it goes all the way back to Shelton Benjamin, African American. Um, <laughs> you can go through Cesaro, European. <laughs> you know, it does. It bald, does. he hates baldies. <laughs> it just shows that you're not masculine. Yeah. If you can't, <laughs> so you can't, keep, if you can't hold on to your hair, mop it up hair by up. using the power of will, <laughs> it means you are a weak, lily livered <laughs> pansy. Um, out comes Bray Wyatt. Uh, an American man, so was allowed to be a champion. Allowed to be a champion. Um, they talk about he's in the midst of a strange, weird philosophical rivalry with Matt Hardy. I um I don't want to see a psychological rivalry between two wrestlers because I don't think the wrestlers will be able to pull that off, no. and I don't think the writers will be able to pull <laughs> it off either. No, no. So I, I think it's it's a highway to nowhere. Really, I'd prefer them to be wrestling over. Like who who's stolen the other one's snake pants? Yeah, <laughs> or but, like, broken a rocking chair, <laughs> something something like that. You but know? it's it's kind of like uh, you sort of go right. How many WWE films have managed to get anywhere to do anything? <laughs> yeah, zero, yeah. zero. I mean, was fighting with our family in WWE film? Uh, we'll yes, that they were involved in that. Right. Yeah. So you sort of think that's probably closest to. What, what, I mean, what is the most popular kind of? mainstream or, I, or thoughtful WWE film well the thoughtful one oh, blimey uh, there is I believe there's one where John Cena <laughs> no I, do you know what I can't even think what it is I I had a vague feeling there's one about a boy with learning difficulties who becomes a wrestler oh right and John Cena's like a, I think he's helping in it. him out I don't think financially overperformed. <laughs> oh well, okay. um, I, I, is it psychological or? We, I mean, we are going to have to at some point sit down and watch the WWE films. Oh, Mark, I'd love that. Uh, you, we're going to have to. Or would to. I? Because I suggested this in the first lockdown with the Football Ramble where we just went through all the shit football films. Yeah. And, ugh. I think it would be funny enough because... That's on my what, Amazon Prime record now. I thought <laughs> What they are is, is very different. Uh, right. And so you've got things like The Marine which was uh, two with John Cena, one, I believe, with The Miz, and one with Ted DiBiase Jr., right. four of those. I have actually tried to watch The Marine, and it is so bad. But <laughs> it's not difficult bad. You know? yeah, okay. And it's funny watching John Cena. Yeah. You've got things like See No Evil with Kane, so mm. that's a different genre. That's yeah. good. We're not horror. all the same thing. Horror? Horror, right. yep. And then you've got some things like The, the Chaperone, which was Triple H's starring vehicle. Where he plays a, <laughs> I think he plays a security guard for a school bus. I mean, uh, there's some with a big show in. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be brill, absolutely brill. I, I should imagine, you know, uh, they've pitched <laughs> some with Bray Wyatt 
Oh yeah, Spooky Bob. You know. Yeah, and it'd be like a saw kind it, of. Oh, it's saw yeah. meets you know Jean Claude Van Damme's Bloodsport meets meets a huge waste of everybody's time. <laughs> Look. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This week at Sukarnov. On the Luke and Pete show, Luke introduced me to some bizarre animal warfare. In the 70s, there was a... <laughs> I can't remember to say this, but I promise you it's true. <laughs> there was a war, an actual war, between rival chimpanzee clans that went on for over four years. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on Abroad in Japan, Chris is facing off against a natural disaster. So the same day that I'd run out of fuel, right, I was like, well, I made it in one piece. Thank you, God. And then, like, five hours later, the worst earthquake I've ever experienced. It was a 15-storey building shaking from side to side. It went on so long, I was like, this hotel's coming down, and I don't want to be in it when it does. Listen to Abroad in Japan and the Luke and Pete Show, available on your favourite podcast player. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. At least in this entrance, it's, it's a truncated entrance. Yes. We don't get all the fraff. No, nonsense, not yeah. at all. Um, a Big E comes out. Very yes. lovely, lovely, charismatic Big E. Big-legged Big E. He's a, he's a unit, isn't he? <laughs> he's lovely. He's super. And then he come and he pulls some pancakes out of he his does. pants and nicks someone eat him. Pancakes, exactly another thing, like We Walk With Elias. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other first yeah. one. Uh, why, why are the New Day just constantly wh- pulling? Why have they got pancakes? Where <laughs> did the pancakes come from? What? what what is the pancakes thing? Oh, sorry. Did you miss SmackDown's fifth, <laughs> that, that, that ten minute section of a 
two-hour SmackDown that went piece. out on one Thursday yeah. in September. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, not, not a true head. <laughs> um, Ty Dillinger comes out and Ty Dillinger is at number 10 huh. and he has the gimmick, of course, where he goes 10, 10, 10. Now, he debuted last year at the Royal Rumble mm. as a surprise. Uh, he'd previously been in NXT. And, he, I mean, what a difference a year makes, eh? You, this time, don't <laughs> even get allowed to come to the ring. So he's attacked <laughs> backstage by um, Owens and, and Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn decides to go out in his place. Yeah. Um, the writing on the wall for your career is very much it, where you have a thing where an entire audience is chanting your catchphrase yeah. and they won't let you Come go on. through the curtains <laughs> to, to make it happen. They put someone else in it. I mean, I, I do sometimes sort of think there are two people in this Royal Rumble who I think would look back and they would just go, that makes me sick to watch it. And I think yeah. Ty Dillinger must be one of them. <laughs> that you go, if ever I thought that this was going well. Yeah. That moment where they said to him, you don't even go out. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll all be chanting 10, but you're going to be back here. That must have been the moment where you just went, this isn't going Imagine the way it asking should. someone, a wrestling, a corked up wrestler in the 90s <laughs> to do that. <laughs> They'd be like, fuck off. Who, I, I They'd mean, have Vince McMahon by the fucking neck. A com- uh, do you know what? Would that <laughs> have, uh, Would that have helped? Would that have actually improved <laughs> wrestling yeah. today? Oh, uh, the chances are yes. <laughs> If, if Vince McMahon had been physically threatened by more drug addicts who he had in his employ, the chances are things would be better than yeah, they are now. Um, out comes Seamus, who's mm. wearing, he's got a big mohawk at the minute. A slight feeling around for a gimmick that he didn't quite have. Yeah, I think okay. where he was like, I'll be the guy with the big mohawk. And everyone was just like, I sort of, you're already the pale guy. And yeah, this the, is the pale guy. And then, gimmick and on then, gimmick on gimmick. It doesn't, doesn't <laughs> work. Because I'm going to wear the little, um, and later on I'll put some um, camouflage kilt on. And yeah, he, he wore sunglasses as well, which is always the, the the key thing of going, I don't know what I am, <laughs> but I've got sunglasses, which work shows out, I'm obviously doing well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've got to work out what you got. Exactly that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, at the moment, he's doing a sort of peak blinders thing as well i mean oh is he wow oh no the more you try to find the right thing uh, but we see you working out (laughs) the less we're going to go with something because there's been too much work there's been too much working out is there there many peaky because peaky blinder has uh, a a lovely part there's a lovely part of the internet and it's instagram uh billionaire um fan boying (laughs) and it's just men who are obsessed with billionaires and how they get up at five o'clock in the morning before everybody else is. Yeah. And they work harder than everyone else. Like Elon Musk, whose father owned a emerald mine. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and so they have these kind of Jeff Bezos kind of characters they're obsessed with. But they're also, I've got this lovely one I'm looking at at the moment. And, and they've also got this obsession with the Peaky Blinders. Really? <laughs> <laughs> because they look, they've got nice suits on. Yeah. And they've got cool haircuts. It's all that sort of slight sort of <laughs> aquascutum tweed, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. And plus fours. In a way that previously, if people had worn that, someone would have gone, fucking knickerbocker cunt. <laughs> and now you're just like, oh, that looks a bit like in Peaky Blinders. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely, I think it's good. I, I like the whole Peaky Blinders thing right. for Seamus. That seems to work for me. Yeah. It comes very, very close on the heels of him having a lot of downtime during lockdown <laughs> where he's clearly just been going through Netflix. And the fact that he hasn't seen Peaky Blinders until earlier in 2020. Yeah. And then has gone, I'll do that as a gimmick. I sort of go, you've come to the party too late. It was either that or Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) I never got around to it. (laughs) <laughs> I am I am Tony Soprano. <laughs> I, I would like to see him doing an Italian mafia. Oh, I would very much like to. Uh, no, an Irish mafia, an Irish Italian mafia. Yeah, thing. that would be good. 
Forget hey, about it. I'm going to give you some pasta for Joel. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> pasta for Joel is a, uh, a a thing which I've always heard in uh, Italian sort of uh, like dramas and things. Right. Where quite often you'd have Tony Soprano just going, "Ah, oh, pasta for Joel," uh, and they say, "Hey, come means? and get your pasta for Joel." And I was like, I hear it a lot. It must be the go-to pasta, yeah. pasta for Joel. I yeah. think I looked it up, and it's. I think it just means like pasta, pasta. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I just, it's like pin number. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. Um, oh, very annoying. Or ATM machine. Um, we uh, go on from, uh, what's his name? Seamus. Uh, he yeah. gets knocked straight out of this mm. by Heath Slater. He's got other things on. <laughs> yes. Slater's got a t-shirt saying, I love, not I love kids. I got kids. I got kids. Now, I've not watched the wrestling to know yeah. what it just sounds like. I've got your kids, or he's doing fathers for just his good or, thing was he used to get beaten all the time, and right. so there was a sense oh, of I got kids, yeah, oh, I, I got understand. kids. Oh, they made a big thing right. about the fact that he was a young man and had about four kids, but he right. he, he did what famously he didn't he didn't live in a house, he did live in a double wide trailer. And right. so there's a sense of him being this sort of southern guy who is just coming to work, you know, being pumped. I mean, I imagine being paid probably like a quarter of a million a year. <laughs> but they want they did this lovely gimmick of him just going, I got kids, you know. His big thing about why am I here? Because I've got kids, you know, help help a brother out. Um, he comes back in and he gets to eliminate Seamus. And he eliminates Seamus very, very quickly. They say is it the quickest ever. Um officially Santino Morella edges it. Oh with, really? Uh, 1.9 seconds. They they I say bet this. People with... worked it frame by frame. Yes. Uh, 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 I mean, it would be awful if Seamus had got the smallest because that Santino Morella <laughs> thing. You want the comedy character to have the worst one. Yeah. For years, it was one of the bushwhackers, bushwhacker Luke, who uh, came into the ring, was immediately clotheslined over, and d- without sort of breaking stride, continued doing his bushwhacker walk. Oh, nice. Having done it what, on the back, way in, back down. They knock him out, and he just carries straight on out doing it. <laughs> it's a magic sort of seamless <laughs> performance. <laughs> What? I want to watch that one. Why am I watching that it's, one? I believe the Royal Rumble 1991. <laughs> it's uh, a classic. And for years, that was like the shortest ever right, okay. appearance. Um, what The, the <laughs> Seamus one is good because it's done by Heath Slater. Mm. And you've gone, he's given you the comedy, then he gives you the pop. And then very, very quickly, I think he gets uh, pushed out as yeah. well. And it's just well thought out you know it's it's good Seamus is a big enough guy that it doesn't affect him and it gets you that big response um, you then start getting to the point where they're just filling up the ring mm. so we get um, uh, Xavier Woods comes out you get Apollo Crews you get Shinsuke Nakamura and Shinsuke mm. Nakamura comes out that entrance music is so massively over yeah. they're um, singing it for ages after he's already long ring. after it's ended yeah. they, they do carry on what I like about Nakamura is he's such a good pro that he doesn't acknowledge it in any way. Yeah. The fans are beneath him. And so he just carries on like knocking everyone. Um, they're chanting his name and he's just looking really, really serious, you know, and going for it. Um, I, I like Nakamura's two kind of modes where it's just like business and they're just dicking about. He's yeah. dancing, he's yeah. doing herky-jerky, he's like, yeah. going like he's a sort of like cross between Michael Jackson, Prince and Silly String <laughs> and he just goes everywhere. Or... He's like a proper salary man who is just sort of like, you know, <laughs> casually sort of like keeping his head down. Um, the annoying thing about this, of course, is he comes out at number 14, which is in part of that anonymous shuffle. So the music distracts everyone and mm. that's almost the thing that he's given. Yeah. But you know that, you know, obviously at 14 and, and it's Nakamura, he's not going to win the Royal Rumble. They do let him eliminate Sami Zayn. Right. So that's exciting. And it's like they're kind of going, we know that he's good and you like him. We're not going to humiliate him. 
but he's come out of 14. So, mm. you know, you know he's, yeah. he's not going to win. <laughs> this is really well booked. <laughs> he is in the anonymous shuffle. And that is so pleasing because normally by the time someone comes out you go oh they've decided he's going to win it right it's either about placing yeah, or the way it. that they approach the ring but to come in when it's just full in the midway point i don't think anyone has ever certainly no one's won it at 14 before right but people win it from number one they win it from the late 20s they win it you know but 14 is anonymous 14's not no one's ever i don't think anyone's won it and i'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure this will be wrong but i'm just going to state it like it isn't i'm sure no one has won from the numbers six through to i would say 22 right. it's just never happened yeah. and so you know you've been conditioned to just go you know pay no attention to this lot yeah. don't worry they'll have gone soon um out comes woken matt hardy um no oh no sorry i'm jumping straight forward mm. You get Cesaro, you get Kofi Kingston, yeah. you get Jinder Mahal, uh, and you get Seth Rollins. They do their little bit with Kofi Kingston where he gets to walk on his hands to I, not be eliminated. Yeah, so, so they made it very clear that you have to have two feet down. And I was like, oh, right, okay. And then he's constantly doing the doing the hands thing. He's, yeah. he's done a chair. He's done leaping from the side of the crowd. Yeah. He's done... The leaps have been the best. The leaps are more exciting, aren't they? They've, seen, they've been caught by some rest, some some fans, I think. Mm. Um, and the, this time around, it's pancakes. And, and the first time they did it, I mean, it was spectacular. But yeah. then they sort of went, this is a great runner. Let's have mm. a runner year after year after year. Oh, I like it. Where I he agree. does it every I think, time. I think it's a good idea. They have struggled <laughs> to find new ways to do in it. In that way, though, that shows the lack, of, a genuine lack of creativity. Oh, we left. Why don't they just leave a skateboard there? <laughs> <laughs> there have been some very, very good ones. What I really liked about this as well is that that um, it comes up later with uh, uh, Almas as well, which is a really kind of clever bit where uh, when he finally gets back in. Cien Almas chucks him out. Yes. But he, instead of chucking him out, he's about to throw him out, but he sees the New Day are on that side. So he runs him all the way to the other side of the ring and chucks him out there. And just little touches like that where you go, oh, that's, you know, he's not like a moron and he didn't do it and they didn't go, oh, we didn't catch him that time. Yeah. He went, right, I know what happens if I throw him out there. Throw him out. Perfect. Just yeah. absolutely perfect. Then we get Woken Matt Hardy coming out, doing his Woken gimmick. Um, a, a takeoff of the uh, the very popular gimmick he did in TNA, the broken Matt Hardy. Right. Uh, it, it, I liked this gimmick. It was strange. It was just mm. him with very white teeth, continually speaking in a strange voice and shouting <laughs> delete. Um, they, again, the, the thing I hate most, mind games in wrestling. Yeah. Um, mind games don't mean mind games. They mean we can't think of anything for them to do, so they're just going to stare at each other and go, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, What you do get here, which is amazing, is he does a face-off with Bray Wyatt, and the crowd go fucking nuts for it. <laughs> they are really excited in seeing that. So many times when they do face-offs in the Rumble, the crowd are just like, I don't care. Mm. you know. And this one, this Rumble has loads of face-offs that people are really excited about. Yeah. And one, which would seem like a can't-miss face-off, which is between Cena and Roman Reigns, they boo the shit out of. <laughs> and what's really good about that is I was thinking, if you'd have put this together, you'd have gone, I've done all these face-offs building up to it, but that big face-off between Cena and Roman Reigns, that is going to cap it. And then you're like, well, I really booked it perfectly up to this point, but then the crowd totally turned on that one bit. That's amazing. Um, John Cena comes out. Everyone piles into him, and the crowd just cheer and cheer mm. and cheer. It's a great Royal Rumble. <laughs> Honestly, there isn't... I, I, some Royal Rumbles, you have that thing where you go, and there's a space of eight people, and nothing happens or whatever. Mm. And this is just like star after star after star after star who come out, and they have a set piece that they do. It's mm. a really... 
it flies this Royal Rumble. It's yeah. such a good thing. Straight after Cena, you get the Hurricane. Out comes uh, Hurricane Helms. Um, they have a face-off of Cena versus the Hurricane. Um, <laughs> just they boo the shit out of Cena when he throws <laughs> Hurricane over the top rope. Um, and then Hurricane just begins posing his way, slipping on pancakes, slipping and on pancakes, and then just you know he just he seems to, uh, looking at his like private like, he seems to look like getting pissed with Jericho quite a lot. Yeah, he's <laughs> friends with Jericho. I, 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 what's funny about Hurricane <laughs> is when you do see him on Twitter, he's quite he's like Kevin Nash. He's, he seems to be one of the liberal guys, right? And he's quite often calling people out for bad behaviour. Oh, I nice. like that. He's uh, he just seems like a dude. Mm. He, um, he I like the way they portrayed him in a way that he didn't when he was around. When he was around, he was just like I'm a superhero. Mm. I'm the Hurricane, and he had an alter ego, Gregory Helms. Um, he uh, in this they're sort of like it's like everyone's half remembered it and just gone. <laughs> Remember your character. It's mental. It's absolutely deranged. You know, it just you know you are you don't just think you're a superhero, but like every move you do, you're going like that. I like that thing of he's gone absolutely mad over the years. Um, Aiden English comes out, and Aiden English has kicked off this Royal Rumble by singing Rusev Day with Rusev, and out he comes. He might be the only person who gets zero reception as he comes out in this whole Royal Rumble. Yeah, um, it's it's the least amount of pop I've heard. Oh, and he's 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 he he looks like like a Victorian sort of like a, a diagram in a medical. He journal. was originally <laughs> in a tag team called the Vaudevillians. Oh, really? Where okay. they did do a Victorian wrestler sort of thing. You yeah, know? it was, well, it was he, really well done because well, he, he he kind of he's just very. So pale, so like, pale, so like unbelievably pale, and long, and long, long. rangy. Doesn't very have rangy. a traditional wrestler's no uh, uh, sort it's of a bit, uh, body bit Rick, shape. Bit Rick Rudy in WCW, yes. where he's kind of like a very, very. He's got a big reach, yeah, but he's a big triangle. He's, he's, you see, he's come out in this, no reaction, but he's mm. been out before. And when he did Rusev Day, everyone went mental, mm. and you must look at it and just go, "Am I not popular?" <laughs> Do they just like the words Rusev Day? And I was saying that about the two people who must be looking at this Royal Rumble and going, uh, I think you would watch this. He can't have been expecting to come out to no reaction. Mm. And I think if he watched this back, I can't imagine you wouldn't do anything but just go, oh, I feel a bit sort of ill. Well, the stomach the, the just reaction, flipping a bit. I mean, the only like shouts he did get was, who like, Who are you? I know. It's, it's and, like, they, and you know who I am. You've just I was out singing say- Rusev Day. <laughs> Everyone liked it. You know, oh, but that thing of just going, oh, I think the other thing about a reaction like that is you go, they've cheered for everyone and they're a hot crowd. Mm. And if I'm in front of a hot crowd and when I come out, the boss is watching this. Yeah. This is this is essentially a P forty five in audible form, you but, know. But that's his that's the boss's fault. If he if mm. the if the crowd don't know who they are or don't like them or don't fucking hate them or don't mistrust them for being a, a vessel of, of Vince McMahon, like it's Vincent Mann's fault. Yeah. The buck stops with him. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the, the other person that happens to in this is Titus O'Neil, who comes out. And again, you know, a guy with so much upside, a big, sort of well-built, mm. fast, collegiate athlete. Mm. And uh, they've done nothing with him ever. They've yeah. just, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying he, again, he's going to be the greatest wrestler in the history of the world. But you, you go back to 1992. Mm. <laughs> that's a long time ago. But you go back a quarter of a century. And there was a reaction for everyone who came out. And it's just amazing that you can do this and you get two people who come out with no reaction at all. In, just in heartbreaking. The age of the internet where yep. everyone knows everything. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and the, the worst thing for Aiden English, of course, is the next person who comes out is Adam Cole, who isn't even on WWE television. Yeah. Uh, he's in NXT and they go bananas for him. <laughs> they also all shout his catchphrase. They know that. 
even though it's never been on WWF television or WWE television. Um, he's still selling his takeover match from the night before that he had. Uh, he's got his arms sort of all bandaged up. Mm. Old school. I like that. I like yeah. people going, remember that thing last night? It mattered and it matters today, <laughs> even though this is big. Um, Corey Graves at one point starts muttering about the fans on the internet and stuff like that. And, Mate, that's all fucking fans, you yeah. stupid idiot. You know, it's a weird thing where WWE have got that sense of you're supposed to moan about smart fans and, you know, you moan about yeah. the internet wrestling community and mm. stuff like that. Well, I mean, what other fucking show would you watch? Can you imagine Love Island just going, I'll tell you who's really unimportant. Yeah, as far as our audience go people with access to the internet <laughs> you know everybody's on the internet now that whole muttering about you know you, you might as well say oh do you know what's annoying women being able to read watching <laughs> WWE they'll be able to read all the signs Ugh, <laughs> stupid namaste shit um <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, it, it, what it boils down to, and I saw this, um, a big show was talking about working WWE. It was an old interview. And he was talking about how much he hated doing television tapings. He liked doing all the live shows. Mm. He said, but we get to TV and he said, you know, you just get these, you know, scripts. And you'd be looking at them just going, what are we doing? Why are we wasting our time doing this? You know, yeah. why do we have to do all this? You know, and one of the, the comments that he made, he was like, you know, you've got a couple of people backstage who have laced the boot, boots up before. He said, but, you know, all the writers, they've never laced a pair of boots up and they're telling you what to do. Yeah. I do think wrestlers should have far more control over what they do in wrestling. But it's also a television product and you can't sort of t like forget that. But I do hate that thing of people going, you've never laced up a pair of boots. What would you know about wrestling? I'll tell you this, fuck it. I reckon, I reckon I have watched... More, more wrestling, wrestling than a wrestler has than, than a wrestler has <laughs> I, I certainly think wrestlers once they get in the business why are they going to be sitting watching wrestling I would say on average I watch two or three hours a day and have done since I was 13 right I, I, I think you know Kenneth Tynan didn't act at the fucking national theatre but no one goes think about Kenneth Tynan shit theatre critic he's absolutely shit he knew nothing he'd never, he'd never memorised lines and put on blackface and but <laughs> gone out there and pretended his wife was having an affair you know but, uh, they, but they sort of um, football had a kind of real sea change when uh, you know Mourinho was obviously a really good example but you know managers who'd never who'd never played the game yeah and it's and it's uh, and, and certainly it seems to be the best managers are frequently the, the ones that weren't very good at it yeah <laughs> I, 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 mean, I mean look Vince McMahon has laced up a pair of boots but yeah. nobody said up until 1997 the problem with Vince McMahon's <laughs> WWF is Vince McMahon has never laced up the boots you know it's it's just a nonsense thing what it is is it's an attempt as well by a nervous and prickly art form to gatekeep and to keep people mm. out from commenting you can't say anything yes I can mm. I know I'm not on NXT <laughs> that is an oversight by the company <laughs> uh, some of the fucking rum people they've got there I tell you I might as well be um, oh, out comes Randy Orton does a good RKO on a yeah. jumping Andrade but this is I can't work out whether this is still part of Randy Orton's boring years or whether he's just he's getting better or more sporadic <laughs> Who knows? And then you get Titus O'Neil coming out, and of course he's not wanted. Uh, the important thing is let's let's draw a line under it because yes. coming up uh, next in the Royal Rumble is someone I'm always pleased to talk about, and that is the Miz. <laughs> he's back, baby. <laughs> it's just, like he's never gone away. Twenty six. Absolutely. <laughs> there is a part of me that, even though I know how this Royal Rumble ends, there's a part of me that thinks they're probably going to give it to Miz. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil it. We never talk about the results. Unbelievable. Uh, right, but we. 
we'll be back next week with more of this. Uh, but if you want to find out what happens right now, oh, we got a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash WrestleMe. You got that. You got an extra Patreon show about something we don't know what it it's is It's going to be, I believe, gonna... Survivor Series <gasps> 1987. Yes, please. The first ever Survivor Series. Yes, please. I'm not really sure what makes a Survivor Series a Survivor Series, Mark. Could You're you tell about me? to find <laughs> out. Okay. It, it, in, in fairness, it, there are, it is about surviving. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it really okay, is. Okay, I know that sounds like the Good. sort of like mock thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, they die. No, no, they do have to survive. Well, if Vince had actually laced up a boot at some point, <laughs> probably wouldn't have called it Survivor Series. Don't forget, if you're lacing up boots, you also need trunks. Otherwise, everyone will see your bum and bolt. That's me, Mark. That's me, Pete. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.